Hi, I'm H. Jerry Lawson from Miracle Center for Spiritual Living at 2653 South Taylor Road in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Our podcast is called Dynamic Living, The Transformative Power of Miracles, and this is episode number 13. We will tell you how we tap into the transformative power of miracles by using the science of mind. I am a licensed religious science practitioner at Miracle Center for Spiritual Living. We religious science practitioners pray for our church center and for sick and shut-ins. We use our science of mind training to pray affirmatively and effectively. Today, I will be sharing an episode from one of our members who relocated to Nairobi, Kenya. Her expectations came to face with reality. She had to find her miracle in Nairobi, Kenya. She will be telling you how she used the science of mind techniques in this unique situation. But anyway, I'll let her tell you. Change. On December 28, 2019, I moved from my home in Cleveland, Ohio, to live with my son, my daughter-in-law, my two-year-old granddaughter, Lula, and soon-to-be-born, Olive. I was looking forward to this move to Nairobi, Kenya, East Africa. I had declared years before that this was a place I would like to live someday. Well, my someday had become a reality, and I had begun my journey. I felt anxious, but pretty confident about the actual flights I would be taking. I had traveled alone to Lagos, Nigeria, a few years before. Now, Lagos is the largest city in Africa, with a population of 15.3 million people, and the level of hustle and bustle the traffic, and just the overwhelming movement of everything kept me on sensory overload for much of my journey. Yet, I had managed that pretty well. And I thought that coming to Nairobi would, comparatively speaking, be a piece of cake. (laughs) Well, that couldn't have been further from the truth. Because from the moment my eldest son dropped me at the airport, things went south. Bad weather, flight cancellations, rerouting of my itinerary, missed flights, and misinformation from careless airport staff led to a trip that should have taken a little under 24 hours, becoming a torturous 48-hour fiasco. But I finally arrived, exhausted and sick with the worst upper respiratory infection I had ever had. After about two weeks, I recovered from the cold and the jet lag and the arduous flights. I started looking around and noticing all the beauty, uh, a full spectrum of flowering trees and luscious shrubbery and flowers and trees of every size and dimension. The hummingbirds were a particular treat for me. And the people, well, I saw in their faces all of my loved ones back home. And that was the problem. I missed my friends and neighbors. 
I missed my creative connections. I missed my daily routines. I missed my cat. I missed the life I had established for myself over the past 67 years. I felt alone even though I was living with my son, my wonderful daughter-in-law, and by that time, two granddaughters that I also loved dearly. I was unable to fully enjoy what I actually had because I was stuck on what I had left behind. Needless to say, that was not a good place to be. I was stuck on what I considered to be the loss of relationships that I had built over time. On the personal side, these were my family, my friends, my neighbors, and my church family, all of whom had contributed to my solid sense of place. They formed my daily community, and because of them, I felt safe in the world. They were the blood that is thicker than water, an extended family of sisters and brothers, mothers and fathers, and a slew of godchildren who loved me, and I loved them back. They were my creative connections. I am a professional storyteller, and as such, I had deliberately and intentionally built relationships that were directed towards expanding my creative horizons. These had enabled my access to a broad and diverse audience. I had established a working relationship with two theaters, Caramu House and Cleveland Public Theater, I was establishing myself as a storyteller slash group facilitator. I worked with underserved communities facilitating the telling of their own stories. And among those groups were the elderly and homeless communities. I had found my groove in the arts and I was happy with it. For months and months and months, I did very little besides sitting in a chair mostly bemoaning my current circumstance. Being old school when it came to technology, I couldn't see that the tools I had at hand could potentially extend my old world into my new world. I couldn't see that none of the conditions that I perceived as losses were really that at all. I literally exhausted myself with those remorseful and regretful feelings. I came to realize that those feelings were built on fear. I was fearful that this move to a new place, this new environment with new people was signaling the end of the creative path I had been forging. I was afraid I could no longer fulfill my purpose. Yet somewhere in that exhaustive state, I experienced a true miracle. I gave up my incessant fearful whining. I surrendered to the reality of what is, no longer languishing in selective memories of what was. And in surrendering, I remembered that spirit had been my constant companion here and everywhere throughout my life, and I was divinely connected to it.
I remembered the incredible graciousness that my son and daughter-in-law extended by bringing me here. I was flooded with love for it all. (laughs) Now, fear is the opposite of love, and that fear had blocked my view. Suddenly, I could see clearly a realm of new possibilities. I no longer see the loss of a former life, but rather I am thankful for all the preparation it gave me so that I can be here now. As the perception of my life changed, so did my experience of it. A prominent message from religious science spiritual teachings is, change your thinking, change your life. I had not left behind my former life, and I am overwhelmed with gratitude for my expanding community. In a few days, I'll be going out with an interpreter and a videographer to capture the stories of some independent farmers here in Kenya. This project reaffirms and broadens my mission to facilitate the telling of stories by and about those whose voices are seldom heard. These days, when I wake up in the morning, I give thanks and I say, Karibu, welcome to Kenya. Thank you, Olaremi, for that example of using dynamic living and the transformative power of miracles through the science of mind techniques as you changed your outlook on life. Thank you to all the listeners for joining us on this podcast. This podcast is called Dynamic Living, the Transformative Power of Miracles. And I'm H. Jerry Lawson from Miracle Center for Spiritual Living at 2653 South Taylor Road in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Our Sunday services are broadcast on Sundays at 1030 Eastern Time. And if you would like to join us, send your email address to administration at mcslcleveland.org and we will send you a Zoom link. We are affiliated with Centers for Spiritual Living in Golden, Colorado. Our website is mcslcleveland.org. And if you would like to donate to support our podcasts, you can do so at our website. Our next podcast will be available the first of next month from another of our practitioners, ministers, or members. This is H. Jerry Lawson signing off from the Dynamic Living Podcast. So until next time, think about the transformative power of miracles and how to use the science of mind. And so it is. Amen.